Welcome back to a very spooky edition of More Media Records Off the Air podcast. I am joined here with my lovely friends, James, Christian, Matt, and we're going to be talking about some spooky music-related topics. Um, just to let you know, you should keep an eye out for More Media Records' YouTube channel. We do have Summit Sessions Live on there, and there will be some new good stuff coming out just about uh, every week, I would say. All right. Now, on to the spooky mm. subjects. I am very excited for this podcast because <laughs> Halloween... It's my favorite time of year. Me too. It's the best time of year. It's you so know good. what I mean? And it's got some great music to go along with it, some great music spooky stories to mm-hmm. go along with it. So I was wondering if anybody wanted to start it off with a good spooky story surrounding music. If not, I can. Ooh, I don't know like a full-on story. Mm. But, you know, I do know about some little inklings. You know, back in the 70s and 80s, let's be real, they were kind of spooky people. And, you know, what other than, you know, the band Kiss, right? You know, obviously one of the biggest showmans in still touring, even to this day. Their grandpa's rocking up there. (laughs) I saw some videos. There's like the drum sets twirling like slipknots and they got, you know, they're going flying through the air on bungee cords. I'm like, what the these guys should be. (laughs) They still tour? Yeah. I did not know that. It's okay. Also, some other people didn't know because they didn't have many tour show ups. But regardless, (laughs) back in... (laughs) Back in the day, though, with Marvel, what they would do when they had a Kiss comic coming out was they're like, you know what? We're Kiss. We can't just do the bar minimum. We got to go a step further. So they inked their blood into the comic. So even to this day, if you find a rare comic of it, it's in blood. And something like that, like sign blood, like isn't, you know, it's like, that's just a creepy thing to begin with. But also like whenever I think of like the evil dead, I just think of like, the bloody book with yeah. like, and I'm like, ooh, and like, how much yeah. blood is in there? Like, uh, well, you know, actually, I did some research on this uh, little story, little tidbit you were talking about, and it turns out that uh, some of the blood ink that Kiss made uh, got mixed matched with uh, another publishing record <gasps> place, and so they uh, got it in Sports Weekly or something. Their blood ooh. is in <laughs> some level of sports magazine, oh so you know, Kiss. Being the goobers they are, they they did that thing. They also have a coffin, like a Kiss coffin. I don't know if you know that, but it's like for sale. And if you really love Kiss that much, you can you be can buried in a, a Kiss coffin. coffin. That's yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That. Super extra. Kiss yeah. coffin sounds like a band name in itself. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. That sounds like uh, a good band name. We're Kiss coffin. <laughs> yeah. I'd listen to Kiss coffin. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. In the same vein of a uh, kind of scarier or like more off-putting metal music, uh, I was starting to discuss this earlier, but there was this Norwegian band by the name of Mayhem that I mm. had the uh, the pleasure, I guess, to uh, <laughs> learn about through a movie. Um, they were like from a Norwegian country of sorts, I believe. I, I'm not. I'm not entirely a Nordic country of sorts. I'm not sure which. I forget, but. They were a black metal band, and they were um, very against religion. And so they started out being really edgy and burning churches and such, like, you know, just being edgy little black metal people. (laughs) And then things escalated to the point where um, the lead singer killed himself. And after the lead singer killed himself, his bandmates uh, walked in to the scene of his dead body, and instead of calling the authorities they decided to take a picture of 
the scene uh, and use it as their next album cover. It's just, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, why? Why would you do that? They went on to be one of the like most notorious um, violent bands out there. They killed multiple people. They like. Not in a fun, spooky well, they, way. They, they ki- were scary, spooky. Do way. you know what album oh. cover it is? Because I'm really curious. Uh, if you just look up Mayhem, I'm sure mm-hmm. you can figure yeah. out a lot of the stuff. But I'm pretty sure here in America, you can't even find that picture because oh it is really graphic and um, kind of wrong. Very yeah. wrong. Yeah. You, know what say, I mean? you know, I mean, there's something to say about you know, like, yeah, we're hardcore, but it's also like eh, it's just bad taste. Hey, say what you will. I mean, like, I think I think it's more than bad taste. I think these guys are like not all there. No, no. You know? yeah, they, it ended <laughs> up in a very very bad place with members killing each other too. It it didn't. It was oh. one of those spooky things that I like came across in pop culture through um, my roommate who really liked black metal uh during a phase of his middle school emo years formative <laughs> now that's oh yeah listen to that's black metal in middle school i mean <laughs> spookiest part of my life yeah but... middle school <laughs> yeah <laughs> preach but i ended up watching the movie on it don't watch it it's okay. awful and scary but now that i'm thinking about music and spooky things i just had to bring it up because it's like genuinely so disturbed the people there yeah so disturbed and they still released music for years to come so um that's one that i had do you guys have any other little tidbits about music that like you find to be awful spooky well uh i've seen i've seen some people talk about how Jimi hendrix was uh apparently like possessed by some spirit oh and uh (laughs) like there are multiple accounts like even from his like road manager and his girlfriend saying that like this was a real thing and uh it was just reading about it and like he had accurate quotes that were like very descriptive of just him saying that he wants to be healed from this and like he says that music kind of just came out of him like he didn't really have that much of a creative process Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think that and mixed with uh i mean obviously his apparent drug abuse like uh Mm -hmm might have contributed to that yeah that might have had a little bit to do with it but there's always been this uh idea of a musician that sells his soul to the devil starting out with um you know who it is i believe it was like john brown something like that i'm you know not the most researched on Mm. this subject but um you know the crossroads devil that people end up talking to and selling their soul for um talent and skill and Mm -hmm. it's a thing in society up to this day that people believe this for most people that are relevant in pop culture you know yeah that it's whether it's lumin illuminati or just selling your soul (laughs) to the devil or making sacrifices of sorts you know there's a lot of dark that goes into the music industry that you don't think about very Mm -hmm. often until it's you know spooky season i think the dark side of the most of the music industry is the people behind it obviously but when it comes to in my opinion the notion of someone oh, this guy's too talented. He must have done something or there right. must be this underground cult doing all these things. It's like, uh, well, you know, that could happen or he could have just known how to play the guitar. Right. I mean, it's Jimi right. Hendrix. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And he also came from nothing. So that kind of just adds to the confirmation bias of, oh, well, it has to be true, obviously, because he came from nothing. It's like... uh a lot of artists have that happen and that's what right. art is that's the beauty of it right so, well and it's all very like 
you don't know that you're going to become a success when you, you know, write your music. Like the strangest things happen where like somebody is, you know, unknown one minute and then everybody knows them the next minute. And everybody's tried to figure out kind of the algorithm for that. But then something comes out and nobody expected it to be big. And it is, right. you know, so it's it's weird, I think, to us that like that can just happen. But it does. Yeah, yeah. it happens all the time. Know, especially how fast like artists are like being shoved in the yes. spotlight. Like it's it's almost normal for them to have like some sort of coping me mechanism with mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Because like fame fame obviously like can be very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So like something to rationalize that. Like I'm there's a greater power like working through me. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And I think for the average person that hasn't reached fame or success in the ways that these people have you know it's almost easier to um put it off as something like you're saying like supernatural or you know not something that i did or, wrong it's yeah. something that you know they did they that's did like something supernatural evil. or something happened to yeah. them that made them luckier than me yeah that yeah. kind of thing and yeah. with people you know and i think in today's climate we were talking about one that sticks out to me, and obviously you all know her name, Billie Eilish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's very famous, right? And what she kind of did was bring dark pop to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, speaking with Spooky, I mean, her first album that came out was very spooky. And, you know, one something I kind of want to talk about with music is what is scary music, right? You could have mm -hmm. the classic stuff from the 50s and 60s that were like <laughs> the monster match, but it has like a little wavy like yeah. you know metallic plates like oh gosh watch out <laughs> and you know people laugh and joke about it and then you get into more of the 80s with a big metal scene mm -hmm. they start using a lot of dark lyrics yeah. um i believe yeah some some other ones like you know they actually use like satanic rituals in their songs you're like yeah. okay all right and Go then on, now in today's you know today's uh realm i think Billie eilish is at least for her first album a very prominent figure in bringing back a horror sense. She had these yeah. very whispery vocals, very heavy bass. I had lots of room. So you kind of felt isolated, like in this echoey chamber. And, you know, let alone with the album cover with her, like basically in a psych war with white eyes. Right. Like that yeah. kind of spooked me. And then I had to listen to it. I turned the lights off and I'm like really trying to get into it. Mm -hmm. So no, I'm getting chills. Like even thinking oh, about yeah. it, but I love the videos, but also it's funny that you mentioned that it sounds like you're in like a big echoey room because it's also very muffled. And so having that like liminal space just within the music, like, you know, just listening to it, not even watching the music videos, you still get that sense. And mm -hmm. also like, the cool thing about Billie Eilish's lyrics is that, like, they don't ghost over, like, topics of death or, like, you know, things that are genuinely really spooky, like, you know, people getting hurt or, like, death or, like, mental health stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people, I think, really like that nowadays, especially, like, a lot of people are talking about mental health a lot more. And, you know, music has always been a way to cope with mental health and that kind of thing. Um, but... It's interesting, yeah, to see that progression from like silly, funny monster things to like yeah. just this dark, like something that's actually realistic, spooky. almost, yeah. and like realistic in a way that's like grounded, but unrealistic in a way that's like supernatural, and right. like marrying those two, yeah, really interesting to see. I find that I often uh, enjoy music for its spooky qualities when mm -hmm. it's nowhere near meant to be perceived as spooky. Oh, uh, yeah, like particularly uh, 
the zombies. I I really liked uh, Beechwood Park, and I put it on my um, spooky playlist because mm-hmm. it just has this droning on tone of like being like I just imagine sludging through a bunch of dead bodies or something oh, dark yeah. of that sort, and just being so driven by this darkness in um the tone of the guitar and the tone of the bass and everything that they choose to do to go into that song and it was re- you know put out years ago not with the intention to be uh on my halloween playlist but <laughs> there it is on my halloween yep. playlist you know so i think that there's different ways that you could perceive music as scary mm-hmm. and um that always interested me. Well, and there's ways to influence, like, you know, how you listen to music and how you perceive it, like using different instruments and using different, like, tones and, like, using a minor key versus a major key, like that kind of thing, or, like, diminished uh, chords and that kind of thing. But um, almost, yeah, sometimes, like, the music that isn't meant to be as scary can sometimes even be scarier just with personal experience, like, and how you perceive music. And also, like, music that's meant to be super scary can also just be like kind of fun to listen to and kind of a bop and like not really scary but more like funny mm-hmm. and I think that's really interesting um and I really like uh when music can kind of have all of those different yeah to, to, you know, music is very versatile and it's very cool yeah to pick off what you're saying like things that aren't necessarily scary that scared me the one song that comes to my mind when I first heard it being a little 12-year-old boy, having to go to Best Buy to get a Beatles CD at the time, was uh, listening to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band because okay. of the last song being uh, A Day in a Life. And, yes. you know, mm-hmm. if Great any song. of you know that song, very intricate, very into uh, Paul McCartney wrote a bit, John Lennon wrote a bit. Mm-hmm. But then when they collided it, they, you know, were influenced a lot on, like, really pushing the boundaries of what music was so mm-hmm. the end it crescendos with loud orchestras playing random notes literally yep. constructors like just do whatever yeah and horns from mm-hmm. like trains it seems it yep. just seems so yes. like the world is colliding around you and it's known to be you know one of the most interesting and important pieces of yeah. songwriting i think mm-hmm. ever but I think that I could totally see yeah. a twelve-year-old you being scared of that. Oh, well, like the, the whole rest <laughs> so of it was like easily. bright and fun and this, and then like you know, like Sergeant Pepper's like, "Oh, we're done," and when it ends with five grand pianos hitting the same chord loud, and they mm-hmm. turn up the so you can literally hear it, and then it goes silent, and then you hear this weird like constantly looping like strange little thing, and it's is like, that the and it's yeah, and and when I listened yeah. to, it, I was just like, uh. Is this broken? What? Uh, not, that like literally, like I put it down. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna review that. I don't know if that was it, but like that actually scared me, and then mm-hmm. still has this effect to this day. So it's something that isn't packaged as uh, dramatic or scary or this kind of you know. It's obviously not spooky. It's more like trying to send a message. But that's the one time music really gave me chills. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. Like I, I feel like especially that track is like almost cinematic in a way about how like unsettling is Mm -hmm. but it's not really trying to be Mm -hmm. so it's it's just this weird like dynamic that works really well yeah i i agree i used to funny enough i used to fall asleep to sergeant pepper's uh, playing (laughs) and every single night i would fall asleep to it for some reason and wake up to one of the manic crazy riddle riff things that they do and you know the Beatles are going ham on on whatever they're going ham on and I wake up in like a cold sweat like what's going on oh my gosh why am I here 
I'm scared. It's like setting time as your alarm clock. You're like, this is a mistake. Why do I do this every yeah. time? <laughs> yeah. But, so that's funny. Yeah. I as you guys were talking, um, I my brain supplied me with the song. But have you guys heard um, Brutus? Um, by I think the buttress or something. I think Ooh, it's, no, yeah. please tell me about okay, it. Okay, this song is if you it, it has Billie Eilish vibes. Like mm-hmm. it has the same vibes as Billie Eilish. So if you like Billie Eilish, you would like this song. Um and it's essentially a take on Julie Caesar, um, who is stabbed by Brutus. Um, and essentially the main singer, this woman, is Brutus and is singing as Brutus and is saying like that, you know, she's jealous and that, um, like, there's this whole storyline behind it that if you know the context of Julius Caesar, like, you would get, but even if you didn't, the song itself is so freaky and it's got, like, these, like, screaming people in the background. Oh, my and, gosh. Like, it's really weird and it's got the same vibes as Billie Eilish where it's kind of muted, but you can just feel the entire like endless space around you. Oh yeah. It's I highly recommend this is it. Strange. It sounds like a really interesting yeah. track. It is it an does. interesting what, what track. It's called Brutus what by the, the Buttress. By the black The Buttress. The Buttress. Yeah. Buttress. Like I don't know what they are. They're like Buttresses are a thing. They're on castles, but I have no idea what a buttress is. Yeah, you at home know. You can look it up. You got the internet on your finger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you do. <laughs> yeah, but um, that that song is definitely going on my Halloween yeah, playlist. Mix between this year. jamming out and then like covering up yes. under the sheets. You're just like, uh, what do I yeah. do? Yeah, it's great. It's definitely. Do you guys have any like top favorites that are on your Halloween playlists? Like, if you had Ooh. to list them off, and and there were. Like only a few songs that really made you feel like the fall vibe, the Halloween vibe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let me tell you, I got one. So I was listening to this the other day because it was so good. All you at home, check out the band, uh, the group Creeps, spelled Q R E E P Z, and they had one that came out last year called Blood and Guts. Has a black cat on it. Came out in October, and I'm like, oh, this is like how like normally their music is very uh, dark. Their first album was called Seance, so like. You know, about conjuring spirits. So a lot of it is like dark room, very heavy uh, electronic beats. Just very like submersive. So check that out if you love that kind of stuff. And then also uh, one of my favorite pop groups, they had a single come out in October, I think three years ago, if I love it. And it's Ghost by Magdalena Bay. Hmm. Very, very great. Because normally they do a lot of like, they go on the realm of pop of a lot of dark stuff. Some like really bright stuff and go everything between. And this one, they have like the very dissonant chords. Like when you're talking about like just going to a minor key. Yeah. At one point they do the same riff, but it it's like slightly like, you know, Ooh, staggered. And like, okay. the, like it is definitely like it's weird, but it's groovy. So check mm-hmm. those two out. And yeah. people will come to your house if you're doing it with your if you're trick-or-treating, you know, on your porch, they're like, ooh, I wanna <laughs> That's a spooky song. Yeah. I wanna put up a thriller and you're good. Me on up. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely for me. I think classic. I don't think anybody would ever uh, fight me on this, but Season of the Witch, Donovan, just mm-hmm. amazing fall song. Immediately makes me feel like I am rocking around and enjoying the full vibes. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, so that's like my number one, I'd say. I had mentioned also, I'm a really big fan of uh, this artist, Watsky. He's like a spoken word rapper, poet, 
find a guy. Mm-hmm. He did a track called Exquisite Corpse. Um, and it's like a yeah. 10 minute song. Yeah. And it's got Davi Diggs on it. It's got yeah, it's good. countless features. It's really, really great. Mm-hmm. And it's a storytelling song. And it's about, you know, the end of the world and zombie robots coming to eat your brains. And I know <laughs> this, this song word for word because year round I listen to it. But during spooky season specifically, it it becomes more intriguing to listen to and oh yes even better so if you haven't heard watsky's exquisite corpse give it mm-hmm. a give it a try I'll it's a good check one it yeah. Out, yeah. yeah it's a good one you have any good ones that you uh, think of yes i have one um it's, since i am dressed up as mf doom today <laughs> yeah. i have to bring in an mf doom song uh it's called yes sir off the album born like this and um it's just got this really creepy beat and mm-hmm. uh it's mainly just this sample repeating and it's just like if you put this beat into like a halloween like mike myers like halloween like it would be perfect and it's just like really eerie and especially with his uh with doom's delivery on it it's just like it's just this really like i don't know just like creepy little spooky little yeah exactly the spooky (laughs) little song but it still bangs I recommend Ooh. it. All right, I'll oh, check that awesome. out. I'm gonna have to sure. try out that editing. Can I get it from my director? Can we do that? Like a five second snippet for the viewers? Maybe we'll see. We'll see. You'll, you'll know. <laughs> we'll it. Out. Yeah. You'll know. Um, for me, I mean, just fall vibes over the garden wall. Yeah. Um, yes. I love the first song, the Let Through the Mist by the McLean. Yes, yes. I love, love that song, and it's it's the entirety of Over the Garden Wall has like immense fall vibes just from the music, even if you hadn't seen it. But, right. Uh, specifically the over the garden wall, the song um, is really good. And have I always s- have that on my playlist. I have, seen it, yes. have you seen it? Over oh, the garden yeah. wall? I remember watching that when it premiered on Cartoon Oh Network. my gosh, that's great. That's amazing. I'm, I'm planning on watching it. it again this year. I love watching it. I watch it every year on Halloween, and it's so much fun. Oh, oh that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So good. It's beautiful. And yeah. the soundtrack, like you said, it's stellar. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Is the soundtrack on Spotify? It is. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's yeah. also on vinyl record. One of my homies at It home is, and I really want it. it on vinyl because I collect vinyls, and I have been wanting Over the Garden Wall on vinyl for so long, mm-hmm. and I haven't done it, but yeah. I should. Maybe this year. It's a fun one, for sure. <laughs> um, treat yourself. Yeah. Uh, on the topic also of movies you have to have on repeat during the season, Nightmare for Christmas. Yes, I mean, indeed. It's a modern classic, and when I think of the songs, I mean, everyone thinks... Um, uh, this is like Halloween, obviously mm-hmm. perfect song to start the movie. And then Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one that's on my playlist. All Last the time. I back, love Oogie mm-hmm. Boogie. In my hometown, whenever fall will come around, the bars would play that. That like the live bands just be like, oh yeah, we've got a tune of this. Oh yeah, we got our own. Heck on yeah. This. Like, yeah. thank you. I love I the movie. I also want to say, um, on the topic of just like feature films, um, Friends on the Other Side from Princess and the Frog yeah. is a great Halloween great song. Great Halloween song. I love that song. I love that and that's song on my too. playlist also. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I don't really have too many soundtracks on my playlist now that I'm thinking about it, though. Probably should, should look into that and <laughs> get Update some more your stuff playlist going. this year. The yeah. Ghostbusters theme. The Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters theme. theme. That one's gotta class. be on there. Yeah. yeah. Stranger Things music kind of just feels like fall and yeah. Halloween to me and season two, you know, with the whole Halloween aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, such good nostalgia for a time that I had never existed in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a fun time and I, I have Stranger Things music on my uh, Halloween playlist just as a little 
Yeah. Fun spice. There is a song from the Great Ace Attorney soundtrack. I'm dressed for uh, Reno Escape from the Great Ace Attorney. Um, But there's a song on the Great Ace Attorney soundtrack that um, it's from the second game and it is spooky as heck. It's um, the theme for like this graveyard murder that happened. And it's so scary. And I wish I could remember the name of the track, but it's got like the doo-doo-doo-doo, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the really creepy. And it comes at the best time in the game. And they like are talking about really creepy things when the music is happening. So it's just got great vibes. And I'm going to be putting that on my playlist. That's another year. thing. Like video game yes. soundtracks. Or yes. Undertale. Uh, yeah. always everybody loses there's a good minecraft cd i'm sure for halloween it's like 13 or something is a good one yeah yep yep Yep. we're getting the nods the definite (laughs) yeah most definitely oh yes that's amazing yeah video game soundtracks yeah yeah i don't know i was talking about rocky horror picture show being a fall thing too (sighs) um great soundtrack you know classic Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen it yet and you want to come see it live in mount pleasant some of my homies are trying out Wait, when what it is it is coming up really soon the the weekend of halloween actually october 28th 29th 30th i believe oh my god i'm definitely going it's well a yeah, i've got to see if it's they're still yeah. holding that should be when this airs so okay if you, so if you're watching this as soon as it comes out be like, oh, that's this time. Right, I gotta go get it. Get tickets yeah, go right, see now. It. Get tickets right, right now. Rocky Horror yeah. is worth mm-hmm. it. I went to go see it, and it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in Definitely. theater. Mm-hmm. I just be I safe love it. and be spooky. Wear yes. a mask, and maybe also wear a scary mask. You know, yeah. have two masks. Double, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yes. But, uh, but if you wear a big mask, then how are you gonna get the big fat L on your forehead? You haven't seen <laughs> Rocky yet, have you? See, I haven't. So she, you know, she's been like bugging me about it. Yeah. Not- it's a V, because, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Honestly, she'd probably put an L in my head, and when we go, and then she'd be like, see, she doesn't even know. No, like, yeah, I don't <laughs> even know what I'm doing. The L, I'm at the V. Yep. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan, that's me. I did see it live my first time here in Mount Pleasant, mm-hmm. uh, my freshman year of college here, and it was one of my favorite experiences mm-hmm. ever. I, I absolutely loved it, and just being able to dress up all Yes, I dressed up as Brad because I'm basic, um, <laughs> but my friend group all dressed up as the main characters. It was so much fun. Oh, that's Just great. the atmosphere in there, too, and like yes. how the audience participates mm-hmm. in it, yeah. too. It's like honestly the most fun I've ever had at a theater. Same. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, most really? fun at a theater. Fun. How come event? I don't know about this? It's I mean, I know so about it. Fun. I just never checked it out. Everyone yeah. else, you got to do it. Yeah. You should watch the movie first. Yeah. You should watch the movie. On, on a yeah, there's also there's a YouTube video with the calls. Um, or should I? That are in the YouTube video. Don't do it. I didn't do it, and I enjoyed my time I, because there's yeah. so much confusion no. that goes into it. Then if you haven't seen it yet, you're like, right. what? I think they also play movie clips in the back of it. They do. They, do. Like yeah. they perform in front. Yeah. Um. Also. You two mentioned what you dressed up as for oh. this oh, little yeah. podcast, yeah. so I figured we Who should probably. So I am the dude, obviously, <laughs> yeah. from Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. I uh, my my white. I was getting my white Russian in the milk, but uh, <laughs> didn't work out. The check didn't go through, so yeah. <laughs> or, no, I'm here. Yeah. Um, I am Marceline, the Vampire Queen. I have my base over there. I made, and that was fun. Um. I'm going in a group costume this year with a bunch of my homies as Adventure Time characters. Nice. And I've always loved Marceline, so. Adventure Time is legendary. It is. It's so good. It is really good. I 
Are there any spooky songs in there? That I one? was just thinking. That. Yeah, I'm I trying mean, to. I don't I'm know. I'm thinking the show of like enough. Marceline's like bass riffs now yeah. too, and how those were like kind of eerie. Oh know? yeah, anything that Marceline sings in Adventure Time could definitely go on a Spooky Time playlist. Yeah. So, rock on. I really need to watch Adventure Time, huh? Yeah. You do. I was you do. Never Have you able to? Oh. I haven't. Oh my I, god. I've oh. seen it around, and I actually I did meet. Uh, meet Jeremy Shada uh, a couple years ago. That was a lot of fun. Well, that's amazing. Um, and uh, I love Adventure Time's art style. It's it's hilarious, and I love the animation. Um, but I haven't gotten to yeah. sit down and well, watch it. And I you said to. it's on Hulu, but unfortunately, it's only the first season now, uh, which really? is really disappointing because I was trying to keep watching. Yeah, but it's not on. Wait, there they took off all the other seasons, but the first one. Mm-hmm. All of them For are gone. Reason? Because they got moved to HBO Max because streaming is just gonna uh, turn into cable. Oh, it's yeah. so much. Oh, yeah. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> Let's get back to it. Anyway. But yeah, um, well, I guess, you know, a good way to round this out is any other plans for the spooky season you got coming up? I know me, I love baking. So part of me is getting that whole fall deal going on. And mm. I want to try my hand at some pies. Nice. And, you know, obviously, you know, here at MMR, by the way, check us out Thursdays at 6 yep. p.m. in More 182. And you meet people, we make a playlist, and we're going to make a spooky one, which is going to be fantastic. And I am so ready just to, I like the the fall air. To me, like, that's the spooky part. It's not even, like, hearing, like, a ghost sound effect or really heavy bass in music. To me, like, the scariest thing is silence. And when music just sounds well, especially, like, the leaves rustling Mm -hmm. or something that's, like, faint, it sounds like something, that is... What I love about the season is always it's just enveloped in it, but yet it's so cozy because you get pumpkin spice and it's <laughs> sweatshirt weather. It's awesome. Yeah, I've definitely already got my spooky vibes going. I got a pumpkin spice candle myself. Ooh. I've got the Dunkin' K cups of pumpkin spice flavored <laughs> assortment, and um, I have been decorating a little bit here and there in the apartment. Um, but I would say I'm also someone that really likes to bake. So I'm really excited to make some fall treats. I got this like 100 different ways to make cookies little thing. And I am looking forward to trying the pumpkin spice recipes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have a pumpkin pie waiting for me in my fridge. It's already time. It's already time. Oh, of course. As soon as October starts, it's spooky season. Yeah. Shout out to my roommate's mom for making the best pumpkin pie. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I've been definitely planning spooky season since last year's spooky season ended oh yes (laughs) so i've been just having a good time since it turned to be october 1st (laughs) you know doing spooky walks every once in a while at nighttime and yeah people start christmas in november we can start exactly halloween a week before whenever we want honestly (laughs) do it in july we need to do that next year in july yeah oh what's it called The Gravity Falls uh, Summerween. Oh, you guys... yes, Summerween. Gravity Falls. That's another soundtrack Falls that is... I put on It's an on animation my... podcast mm-hmm. now. I mean, yeah, it is it an is animation. An... <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's, even, you know, it's a good thing. It's just the best. Do you have any fall plans that are looking fun? I'm just ready to put together my costumes. I mean, I, I plan on having a big night on Halloween, like three or four different ones. Yes. Like having fun with my friends, you know? Just... Heck yeah. Getting in the Halloween spirit. Awesome. I would love to try some of that pie, by the way. <laughs> we're, we're make a pie. Come All to right. the social. We'll bring some. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. 
Um, I actually, Halloween is all of October. Um, I'm traveling to Washington in October to visit a friend in the middle-ish of October. So actually, before this comes out, I will have been to Washington. Um, But I'm visiting a friend and uh, I'm continuously working on my Sherlock Holmes costume because I'm going to be Sherlock Holmes for Halloween. So, but yeah, most of my plans for Halloween are hopefully to just hang out with friends, watch Over the Garden Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see that new Venom movie that just mm, came yeah. out. Oh, so yeah. watching things, consuming media, enjoying the season. Definitely. There's some good spooky movies coming out. Oh, yes. That's going to be exciting. Maybe someone will release a spooky album or a spooky track. Ooh, well, Metallica, The Blacklist, that's kind of a vibe. I feel like there's some pretty eerie... Um, covers of their tracks on that i don't know if you guys have heard about that i haven't metallica released um uh an album of like the blacklist you know Mm -hmm. their their original Mm. stuff with other people on the tracks singing uh particularly i really liked uh shows how much of an indie gal i am but i really liked mac demarco's cover of sandman enter the sandman and um phoebe bridger's cover i forget exactly what she but it was really good and weezer's track was us a Weezer track was really good as well. Was too. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't checked that one out yet, but I love like the like there's a moment where they switch into like the da 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 from oh, Buddy Holly. And that's it's, funny. It caught me so off guard, but I loved it. Yeah. Leave it to Weezer. But that's yeah. a cool track that was released uh pretty recently and I know that some other folks yeah. might have some things in the works. Yeah. So exciting cool. time. A very exciting time. Um, yes, indeed. Thank you for listening to MMR's Off the Air podcast, the spooky edition. It was really fun chatting with my friends and dressing <laughs> up and doing the thing. So I hope you enjoyed your listen and make sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.